0: Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update on the 1st of December, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. First, an update on the pension reforms in Spain. On Monday, the 28th, the Ministry of Inclusion, Social Security, and Migration proposed that the calculation of years worked to gain a minimum state pension be extended from the current 25 years to 30. The proposed measure means that people with unstable work histories could put more years towards their pension, as they could also rule out the two worst years of Social Security tax contribution they had. For those with linear work histories, experts say this could harm their benefits. However, the extension is a particularly thorny issue and has the government disagreeing left, right, and center. United We Can, or Unidos Podemos, has repeatedly spoken out against expanding the calculation years, and says that given the current circumstances and the fact that in 2022, the Reformation to extend minimum pension contributions to 25 years of work was agreed upon, not enough time has passed to measure the effect. Moving on, the Ukrainian embassy in Madrid received what is thought to be a homemade letter explosive on Wednesday the 30th. The envelope, which was addressed to the ambassador and opened by a security guard, exploded in his hands. The guard received light injuries and was hospitalized. Though it didn't cause life-threatening damage, it has prompted Kiev to warn diplomats to strengthen their security measures. The Audiencia Nacional is now investigating the incident along with detectives, forensic scientists, and intelligence experts. Now for an update from Moncloa, as the Spanish government plays a rather risky move to fill two seats of the Judiciary Court. On Tuesday the 29th, the central government took the step to appoint the latest two members of the General Council of the Judiciary. The decision has come as quite a shock to both the socialist government's opposition and partners. There's been quite a delay in the appointment of the positions over the last few months as the People's Party failed to reach an agreement with the socialists, much to the dismay of the government's main opposition. However, parties like Unidos Podemos and Republican Left of Catalonia have been on the side of the government's actions and have therefore been less than satisfied with their choices. The two new members of the judiciary are Laura Diez, who has held positions in the government, but at a more technical level, and Carlos Campo, a current, although slightly controversial, magistrate in the national court. From justice to water, according to experts, Spain is preparing for a drought this winter. Catalan authorities announced water use bans in Barcelona and surrounding towns on Friday the 25th. Under the new restrictions, people aren't allowed to refill their swimming pools. Showers have been limited to five minutes. Private water companies have also been told to alert authorities if households use too much water. However, washing up, drinking, and cooking with water is still allowed. According to IMET, the Spanish Meteorological Agency, the peninsula hasn't experienced a drought this long since records began to be kept in 1961, so restrictive measures have been taken before the situation worsens. Moving on, the nationalist party Vox organized a mass protest on Sunday the 27th with over 25,000 attendees on Madrid's Colón Square, where similar demonstrations also took place in other cities. Vox organized the protests after denouncing the central government in Sanchez, saying that it is a government of treason, insecurity, and ruin that Sanchez needs to go. These accusations come after the crime of sedition is closer to being changed to aggravated public aggression, which carries a lower prison offense. Vox supporters have criticized Sanchez's government with Podemos for trying to, quote, buy votes for the next general election from Catalonia. The Nationalistic Party believes that modifying the crime of sedition will encourage further separatist attempts from the Catalan region after the Catalan Declaration of Independence in 2017, which ended in prison sentences for nine Catalan separatists and others who fled abroad. The new yes-is-yes yes law is also a sticking point, as protesters on Sunday said that they were angry that the government has allowed sex offenders to roam the streets after a few sentences have been lowered since the courts of justice implemented the law. On the topic of politics, new political party made up of current political groups in 14 provinces, Burgos, Valladolid, Salamanca, and Toledo, looking to make waves in the impending general election and local regional elections in two thousand twenty-three empty Spain, or España vaciada, wants to get enough votes in the upcoming elections to have a say in Congress. They demand urgent measures to achieve a more balanced country. They say the depopulation in rural areas, rural regions, and lack of investment in areas like La Rioja, Zaragoza, Huesca, and several others is unacceptable. They won't put up with it anymore. The combined groups want a national government that balances investment towards urban and rural areas equally. Moving on, Spain's largest telecommunication company, Telefonica, has announced that all package prices will rise by roughly 13 euros starting 13th of January. At the beginning of 2022, Telefonica stated that prices would rise by an average of 7% over the year. Some customers already see a notable increase. In the past, Telefonica has applied an ethic of more for more to their phone, TV, and Wi-Fi packages where paying more money would result in better and newer features. In 2023, this will not be the case. For the first time in six years, the company will not provide an improved service for its higher price. Up next, the U.S. FDA, the Food and Drug Agency, has banned British pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline, or GSK, from offering its innovative cancer treatment against multiple myeloma, or cancer of the bone marrow, to patients in the U.S. after a failed clinical trial of their cancer medicine, Belnrep. However, the European Health Agency, or EMA, has announced that it is aware of the failed trial results and will start the annual renewal of the market authorization at the beginning of 2023. Currently, there's an estimated evidence of five cases per 100,000 inhabitants with multiple myeloma in Spain. On average, around 3,000 patients aged between 65 and 75 were diagnosed with cancer of the bone marrow in 2020. The use of Blenrep in Spanish public health was approved in September 2022 by the Ministry of Health for patients who have relapsed after receiving other available treatment. Despite being rejected by the FDA, the EMA will conduct tests in early January to ensure the medicine meets EU requirements. Looking forward to the weather in December, scientists and meteorologists say that a polar vortex could cause significantly lower temperatures across Europe, including Spain. Over the next week or so, it's being assessed whether a break in the Arctic polar vortex, a strong wind current that usually does not affect European weather that much, could cause temperatures to drop a lot more than anticipated. Francisco Martín, a meteorologist that is still monitoring the vortex, reported to the Minutos news outlet that the currents still look stable, but if it breaks, anticipated temperatures could drop as low as zero or below in the north and center of Spain still being determined if the polar vortex will break. The details of the potential consequences are so far unclear. In a nutty turn of events, Welsh football supporters have flocked to Tenerife to watch this year's World Cup. An estimated 2,500 football fanatics have opted to fly to the small Spanish island of Tenerife rather than Qatar, where the World Cup is being hosted. Why? Well, that's the nuttiest part. These fans have traveled over a 1,000 miles on the back of a tweet. Bethany Evans. Self-proclaimed football enthusiast and core instigator of the plan said that the idea spiraled after posting it on social media and receiving genuine requests to join. Due to the controversy surrounding the rules and regulations within Qatar and human rights violations, travel expenses, all that, Tenerife was cemented itself as the beacon for this year's Welsh World Cup dreams. And there they are. Hope some of you are listening there in Tenerife, you Welshies. And that's it for this week. You know every week we work hard to pick what's most important going on in Spain. What's talked about the most, what's the big stuff that flies under the radar, all the main things. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we have missed, although you can tell us about that too. But what types of information do you want more or less of? Let us know at Spain at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima.